This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me again today is Bill Messerly, Executive Director of St. Gabriel Radio. Welcome again, Bill. Thank you, Father Adam. Great it's a to gift have to be you. here. Great to have you. Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we know that you are um, constantly speaking to your church and to each of us. We ask, O oh Lord, that you open um, our hearts and our ears to hear your word and um, to open our hearts and our will to follow you. Um, we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. amen. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Bill, we've been talking about how you have kind of come to know the Lord, and we've really kind of focused on your early time where a great foundation was set um, by your parents and your family um, and, the, and the, the kind of Catholic community there in Lancaster. Um, but I wanted to, you know, to kind of talk a little bit more about how your faith kind of evolved and developed. Was there, you know, so a lot of times in high school maybe or in college, there's a falling away from the faith, even though it might not be very epic or huge. Mm -hmm. Did you experience that in your own life? <laughs> well, epic sin I've experienced, but um, I, I didn't really fall away from the faith, thank God. You know, when I went to the University of Dayton, I really enjoyed the community, family com uh, a a aspects of University of Dayton. And a priest, Father Jim Heft, was a great influence on my life. I was really trying to process intellectually who God was and some answers to just general questions, like if Jesus Christ was a son of God and he preached nonviolence, why are so many of us Christians willing to be violent? And that's, that probably was one of the biggest themes of my college years, is just tried to, in my philosophy classes, religious studies classes, reading on the side, trying to process nonviolence and the mm -hmm. importance of nonviolence and, and peace, not peace for harmony's sake, but peace for, you know, through truth. So I was greatly blessed by Father Heft. He was a real theologian, super, super faithful, challenging, and I was so inspired that I decided for my junior year to live with the Marianists uh, in Alumni Hall. And that was a great experience, to experience the liturgy, liturgy of the hours with the brothers and priests at the University of Dayton. And I loved every minute of it. I did discern that you know, married life was the vocation I was called to. But that's a really special time in my life. And I look back at the, that year as a year that still to this day has a ripple effect on my prayer life and in the way that I respect and honor priests and religious. Mm. So um, are there still elements from that Marianist influence that are a part of your life? And well, first and foremost, Mary, mm -hmm. um, the dedication to Mary and the rosary, you know, my epic sins in my life. Mary, through the rosary, helped purify my heart and allow me to reflect on how I could um, help the Lord and respond to his grace, bring his love into my family, to my relationship with my wife and those people that I become in contact with. 
So I say Mary and the focus on Mary. Brother Bill Frakovic, who was the director of the Marian Library, was a good friend of mine at the University of Dayton, and I just loved his joy of the Christian Catholic faith. He um, had one leg shorter than the other, and he had a little bit of a limp, but he just was so beautiful in the way he lived uh, his faith. And I, and I looked to him many times in my prayers. He's since passed that, that I ask him for his guidance and to be able to, in my own way, limp along mm-hmm. and to do so joyfully. And then after college, um, going into marriage and family life, um, how was the faith crucial in that um, kind of discernment in your life? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the two years after college, I taught at Chaminade Julian High School, religious studies and history, and those were good experiences. And then I met my wife, Jenny, and things did change. You know, we we wanted to get married, and we did get married. We went through pre-Cana. We, I guess we just started living. And for me, providing for the family became urgent and important. Uh, I started, you know, in the in the business realm, and and then tried to integrate my faith into business, which was a great gift to me. Uh, reading books that were written by Christians uh, as it relates to leadership and business, um, Tom Peters on on search of excellence and trying to every day get better and better. And so I just tried to integrate faith into 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 my uh, providing for the family and. So that became my my new focus. One of the things um, that I know that you're very passionate about, um, and they're kind of um, at the heart of your spiritual life, is the the Sacred Heart of Jesus and devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Where did you um, encounter that devotion, or, or when did it really become kind of a, a fundamental part of your relationship with the Lord? Well, the first was kind of the organic, and outside of our, our bathroom at, at home, there was a Sacred Heart image. So although we didn't talk about the Sacred Heart very often, we had a smiling Jesus exposing his heart, his love, the burning fire of love that he had for his Father and for us. So I always knew about the Sacred Heart. It was always integral to our family with that image. And then um, as I, I got involved at St. Gabriel, I saw a real need for a practical devotion that could offset the tide of the time, the, the, the worldly time. And for me, it just made so much sense, the enthronement of the Sacred Heart, which began in the, the late 1800s and, and then was crystallized with uh, Father um, Crawley Bouvier. He wanted people to make a declaration that Jesus Christ was the king, brother, and friend of that home. And you do that by putting an image, not just putting an image, but in your heart, placing that image as the king of your home. And that really attracted me because it made sense that we need to make those, those decisions. And, you know, from a leadership perspective, if you don't make a commitment on the important things, then the non-urgent, non-important things will take over your life. So there is a need for that. So for me, it was more of a practical, this makes so much sense. And then, you know, when I talk to sixth graders in PSR, to explain the image of the Sacred Heart is a great catechesis. You talk about God's love. You talked about his willingness to sacrifice with the, the symbol of the cross. 
you see the pierced side, that from that comes uh, the grace and mercy to cleanse us and to give us new life. So I think it's a great catechetical piece. So it was kind of a practical decision, but it also is a heart decision. And I know that for me, unless we talk about the heart, our heart, becoming more like his, then nothing will matter. And, you know, of course, another thing very close to your heart is St. Gabriel Radio. Yeah. So maybe in our next segment, we'll talk more about St. Gabriel and the vision and and everything. But um, I think what I wanted, especially in, in listening to your story, is how did you move from sort of the the business world into Catholic radio? What what transpired to kind of... Yeah, Psalm 41, be still and know that I am the Lord. And for many of us, I'm one of them. Until you're brought to your knees, you're not brought to real adoration of our Lord. So I had a very successful business, and then I had a consulting business for a couple of years uh, that was mediocre, not really providing much for the family, but not losing money. But then I had a failed business, and the failed business was a miserably failed business. So everything that was positive in the first business mm-hmm. was sucked up in the dream of the, the other business, an internet business of helping uh, pharmaceutical representatives schedule their time with doctors as, as opposed to just dropping in. Mm-hmm. But it, because it was a failure, I was just kind of languishing and, and praying, God, do you want me to continue to do this? And in my prayer, he said, yes, continue to do it. It's important for the medical practices to have a say. Now, that prayer, I'm not sure it was from God or if it was from me. I can't really determine that, but it was still a failed business. And then towards the end of that failed business, um, one of my friends, Mark Hawk, who was the president of St. Gabriel Radio, I'd known him through some faith-sharing groups. When I approached him to see if he needed help in his business, his secular business, he thought that maybe I'd be a good fit for St. Gabriel Radio, somebody who loved their faith but also could administrate the St. Gabriel Radio back end to be mm-hmm. sure that we continue to grow. Excellent. And so here here you are. How many years have you been now? 14. Four, 14 years. Excellent. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, and no regrets. Oh, my. No, it's all grace. Yeah. It really has been a great grace. I really, I, I know that you probably feel the same way as a priest, that I definitely am not worthy mm-hmm. of the gifts that God's given me with my parents, my children, my wife, and my work, but I really am not, and I'm so grateful. Yeah. The um, How long has Dave been there now? Yeah, he, he came about six months after me, but he volunteered for about a year and a yeah. half, so from a formal perspective, a couple of years less, but really, practically speaking, about the same time. Excellent. Well, um, let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, we give you thanks um, for this time with Bill. Um, We give you thanks. We praise you for how you have um, guided his life and drawn him close to you. Uh, We ask that you um, open our eyes to recognize your gentle guidance in our life, um, which is an expression of your infinite love for each of us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, Bill, we'll continue this conversation. You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today has been the Executive Director of St. Gabriel, Bill Messerly. Thanks, and until next time, peace and all good. Boom. 
a Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.